0: On the air. Back.
1: Well, party's starting early today, isn't
0: it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. (laughs) On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 15 days away from Nebraska football in Dublin. We begin the season. 15 days, Sip. We had out there before that. Coming up fast. We you know what happened last night? NFL preseason. There's a, now, there's a game last week, of course, in Canton, Ohio with the Raiders and the Jags, but there's Patriots, Giants last night. We had a little Titans, Ravens, too. And tonight, more games. Tomorrow, more games. We're joined now by our, our good friend, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Good morning, Lee. Do you get into the preseason football at all, or do you kind of still hold off until the season?
2: No, I, I, I actually. Good morning, guys. Uh, actually, I do do the preseason. I, I can't remember the last time I gave out maybe once in the last five years. Or I even give out a week three preseason selection, or it used to be week four, where they're just playing the guys that are fringe guys and no first or second teamers play. But um, I think there's some edges, you know, in in week one and week two this year. You know, there's some teams that are going to rest a lot of key players, and also coaching philosophies. Some coaches uh, they want to win even in preseason, and others they don't care. So, or at least I might take care as much. So, I think there's some edges, and I think next I still have probably four plays that I'll release. We're already two and zero in the preseason. Um, I have some probably three or four plays I'll release tonight and tomorrow and i probably looks like i might have three four five plays next week where there's going to be some situations where um you got some teams playing most teams will play their starters at least a half and they'll have an advantage over the other team maybe the first and the second team so why not take advantage of it it pays the same whether it's preseason or regular season
1: top three super bowl contenders
2: lee you know, things can change, obviously, at the drop of a hat. Uh, a lot of people like Tampa still. I don't think they're going to be up there. I think the AFC is just absolutely loaded. You could have some teams, one or two teams, be 10-7 and seven and not make the playoffs again. So um, I think the Rams will still be there. Okay. But I would say in the AFC, I love Buffalo like almost everyone else and you know, maybe we see, you know, another team come out of nowhere. Maybe someone like Indianapolis, uh, with Ryan a quarterback coming over from Atlanta. The the toughest division is certainly be the AFC West with with Kansas City, Vegas, the Chargers and Denver. Uh, any one of those teams could win it or end up in last place. That might be one of those divisions where every team is sitting at like uh <laughs> Eleven and five, uh, wow. 10 and six going into the last week. So uh, very, very competitive. I think Kansas City losing Hills a big loss, and and those other teams have certainly uh, uh, added to their roster. And uh, teams like Denver, you had Russell Wilson. Uh, they've gone from one of the worst worst quarterback situations to one of the best.
1: Lee, we're very Lee Sterling joins us with Paramount Sports. Lee is a frequent guest and one of our absolute favorites. Lee, we're very interested in this market and Zach Taylor, the former yeah. Nebraska quarterback. Do you project Cincy going deep in the playoffs again?
2: I think they will. Yeah, I, you know the problem though is uh, each of the teams in their division. Well. You know, Cleveland could end up getting a a some really bad news if if their quarterback suspension ends up going from six games to a year, and they would probably almost definitely be out of it. But I think Pittsburgh's going to be better, mm-hmm. and uh, their offensive line was up there with Miami, the two worst offensive lines. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger was the bad, worst quarterback situation for that team because he couldn't move. So at least they'll have some mobile quarterbacks behind there, and and. And uh, then Baltimore, I mean, it seemed like half their team was injured. So, uh, with some better health, uh, you know, they lost their top three running backs before the season even started. So, you know, and everything broke right. I mean, probably Kansas City was one play away from knocking them out before halftime, uh, but they decided to go for a touchdown instead of a field goal and didn't get in. So, uh, it. AFC is so competitive. I'm telling you, you know, Jake and I love the Dolphins. Yes. Dolphins could be ten and seven and 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 not make the playoffs. They were nine and eight last year and and weren't even really close. But uh, there's some really good teams uh, in the AFC.
0: Lee, I think again, I, I don't drink Dolphins Kool Aid that much. I try to temper my expectations because they always fail me. But I I'm drinking like the twelve and five Kool Aid right now. Am I insane?
2: 12-5 and five might be a little Come on, optimistic, me. Jake. Uh, I, I have a nephew who used to tell me we're going 17-0 and 0 every year. <laughs> I'm but not saying that. And he, he grew up a little bit. Uh, everything would have to break right for for them to have, have that happen. You know, they'd have to maybe face also a couple teams that had a quarterback injured, which, you know, things can happen. They have a tough schedule. First four games, they could be one and three. They've got to break at least two and two to have a yeah, chance to make the playoffs. The you know, biggest problem is the ownership. I mean, Stephen Ross, what he was doing cost them a first and a third. I mean, this is almost unprecedented. Um, he's <laughs> continued to hamper them. Uh, and he might have ended up you know, getting the right coach for this team, but you look at what happened in that situation, and very few people around the country even brought this up. Listen to a lot of sports talk radio. The only guy who really was banging the drum Uh, maybe as loudly as I was saying it uh, was JT the Brick on Mad Dog Radio. How did Tom Brady, think about this, for the entire 2019 season when he was employed by the New England Patriots under contract and playing for them, he was negotiating with the owner of another team inside his division who was going to play twice to join them the following year to be his quarterback and eventually part owner. I mean, Nothing, zero, not even, you know, not even a a reprimand. How is he not suspended for half a season or a season? That's, that's what I find absolutely absurd. And then Sean Payton was doing the same while coaching uh, the New Orleans Saints that year. So I I just don't get it. Obviously, you know, Stephen Ross is a bad, bad owner, and probably should have been forced to sell his team, you know, as, as is Daniel Snyder, but, um, uh, nothing, nothing for Sean Payton and Tom Brady. Yes, that's,
1: that's mystifying. Can, well, is it well, just we'll Brady it. too big? Is Brady if too I'm big? I'm a
2: quarterback and, and, and I'm coaching the Patriots, and Steven Ross contacted my attorney, my my agent, or someone in my circles, or even contacted me personally. Well, first thing I'm doing is I'm calling, I'm contacting my team and also the NFL office. Letting them know what happened. You My shut correct? it down.
1: You shut it down, right? You shut it yeah. down. that's what. You, that's the right step,
2: right? Right. But it was carrying. From what I'm hearing, it was going on all season long.
1: <laughs> okay. Now, hey. Now that's <laughs> that. No. That. No no, no. 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 Lee, you've identified trouble spot. It, is Brady just too big to punish right now?
2: I, I think so. I think that what they went through with him, you know, with the flight Gate, <laughs> it went on and on and. And there really wasn't much punishment. I think it was like a couple games. So, yeah, I, I think so. And he's at the end of his career. And, you know, it sounds like he'll probably end up, you know, and owning part of a team. He was sitting on a yacht, from what I'm hearing, you know, with the owner. And, and, and Flores was invited to meet with Donald, uh, with, with Stephen Ross on a yacht. When he saw Tom Brady sitting there, he's like, I don't want a part of it. Here's a guy that, that – did the right thing and Flores. still ends up getting fired.
1: Flores, Flores wouldn't get on that yacht. Is that what you're telling me? Because he saw Brady sitting there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Good for Trouble. Flores. Yeah,
1: yeah. Good for. Flores. By the way,
0: Stephen Ross yesterday changed the future owner from. Uh, what is is it Beal? What's the guy's last name there? Bruce Beal. Is that his name? Legal? Yeah, yeah. Changed so. to his daughter to be the next owner beyond him. But he, but he was, he was. He was involved in it too.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, he was. my <laughs> Daly Sterling Paramount Sports. Yeah, I mean, it,
2: it it goes back even further. I mean, you talk about I mean, this is a guy that that, that built a fortune with related companies, real estate company. He asked for, for from the from the the city or the county for like 400 million dollars to expand the stadium before he did it. Uh, this was maybe 10, 12 years ago. And then when he didn't get it, uh, literally a, a week or two later, he donated $300 million to Michigan. I mean, hmm. <laughs> that's the wrong tactics. Yeah.
0: joined so by Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Lee, you came on our show a few months ago in the summertime. You, you were pretty optimistic yep. about Nebraska, thinking they should be a better team this year. Well, we're 15 days away from kickoff in Dublin, northwestern Nebraska. I mean, are do you still have the same thought? Like, and do you have any early thoughts on this this game in general? Should Nebraska win easily? Like, what are your initial thoughts on Week Zero, Nebraska Northwestern in Dublin, fifteen days from today?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, also it's not just the quarterback change. I like the fact you know the you know they bring on a special teams coordinator. How they were going? Uh, I mean, look at like University of Florida has like forty coaches. I mean, they've got an assistant to the assistant's assistant. Uh, they got three nutritionists on staff, um, so how they didn't have a special teams coach was was absolutely crazy. Um, you know the little things; it's the attention to detail, uh, improving the special teams. Um, I, you know, I'm not saying they're going to go out and win ten games, but yeah, I think they have a distinct advantage over Northwestern. Anything can happen. You know, the quarterback could get hurt, hurt in the first series or. You know, you get some strange bounces. Anything can happen, but I think it's setting up for a pretty good season. So, uh, you know, I, I, I we're not doing this for the love of it like we used to do it. You know, when you're when you're younger, you know, you see things through rose-colored glasses. Um, in another year or two, we're going to be seeing UCLA versus Rutgers on a Friday night. To me, all I care about is winning a bet. I have. I, I don't care about either school. I wouldn't normally watch the game unless I was betting on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think eventually we're going to be looking at probably sixty, sixty-four schools is going to be my bet in four years' time in a super conference, playing for national titles. And then the schools like the the SMUs, the Rices, the San Jose States, they might still be in the NCAA. I mean, it's just it's 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 just disgusting oh i was just on. gonna
1: say you it, sound dismayed um but you just said you are dismayed so you answered that question right. so why are you disgusted I, I mean, why are you I, disgusted I,
2: I, hey I, I love the rhyme you know you you guys grew up you know with the big eight i grew up uh you know i was a miami and a texas fan i like watching the southwest conference say you know we're, we're two conferences past that for texas texas went then to the the big you know the Big 12 and 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 now they're in the Southwest Conference I mean it's all it's all a money grab hey I'm a Miami fan and I like that they're getting better but but how how far can you take this thing I mean is any player worth 2 million dollars as far as NIL I, I don't think so it's like the same as saying giving out a, a major league baseball contract for 10 years for for three or four hundred million dollars, I've never seen one player in year eight, nine, and ten even justify that cost. So, hey, you know, I'm going to root for my team, but let's take it all with kind of with a grain of salt.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I hear you.
2: I, and
0: Miami seems to be doing pretty well with NAL. Lee, they've, they've got some. No, good players and it's great.
2: There. It's great. But but think about it. they got a, they got a, they got a couple kids in, in basketball, and they're paying them a million, two million dollars. Uh, 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 on Twitter and Instagram, how, how can how can you know the university reap that back? They're not reaping that back. I mean, it's, you know, they've got a big donor that's that's paying the way right now. Um, who knows? Maybe there's someone at Nebraska that wants to you know open up his yeah. open up open up and, and start paying guys. And and in basketball, they could be a power in two years. I mean, it's all about money right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Lee, always great stuff. How can people find your picks for the upcoming preseason games?
2: Just go to the website, ParamountSports.com. We have it all there. We have a big UFC card going tomorrow. I love the UFC. Been successful there. Baseball, we do that. Uh, Football, we have a combo pack. How about this? Everything through the end of August. So you get the next three weeks uh, preseason. You're going to get week zero, college football, you're going to get all of baseball through the World Series and two UFC cards, everything in August and baseball through the World Series, $297. If you want to try us out, ParamountSports.com.
0: Lee, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again very soon. Football season is here.
2: Sounds good, guys.
0: Take care. I, thank
1: That's you, Lee. Lee
0: Sterling, Paramount Sports.
1: Going off of Lee's comments, I want before we play the game show, we've yep. got a minute yeah, here. Yeah. I just want to pitch yeah. a, a, an idea for a sports Ooh. novel. If I pitch an idea for a sports novel, sure. there is a very wealthy, a very wealthy, I'm going to say billionaire in Wyoming. And that very wealthy billionaire catches wind that John Cook has a home in Wyoming that, you know, out in the mountains, whatever. And he, this wealthy billionaire says, you know what I'm going to do? Wyoming has a volleyball team. I'm going to buy John Cook. I'm going to pay him what he wants, uh, $2 million a Open year. check. And you know, what, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy their players. I'm going to pay each oh. of Nebraska's players what they want, quarter million a year, what, and, and we're going to make Wyoming a volleyball power. How about that for a sports novel? I will tell you this. It could happen. What if a billionaire gets just gets a notion? Why, why can't I go get John Cook? And he can coach his final years at Wyoming. And I will buy him any player he wants. What's, why can't that happen? It could happen.
0: It yeah. could happen. It's a great novel. Yeah. I it's like a great it. novel. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 4645685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Now, you are 0-4 this week. 0-4. <laughs> so now, the line's going to get jacked because they want to make this an 0 and 5 uh, Today is a film Friday, which has not always been your strength. You have won some in recent months, but it has never been an, a strength of yours. Today, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> today's topic is Sean Penn. Okay, I, I'm a little off my game on Sean Penn. You like Sean Penn. You like Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. If you know your Sean Penn movies, call us up four six four five six eight five. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets
2: to a point where you just wanna yell, Shut up, Sipple! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to
0: shut up, Sipple. Call now to play, 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple! Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, four, six, four five six eight five. Call the Dick down. Sip and trivia. You feel, you feel nervous over there today? Yes. <laughs> I can see it in your face. I oh, am. Yeah. I can see it in your face. Today's topic on. is Sean Penn. Sip is 0 4. He's trying to get off the winless week. Bill is our contestant. Bill, how do you feel about Sean Penn movies?
1: I feel pretty good, but Uh uh, I'd like to see just finish
0: that 0 5. Okay. Well, he's rooting against Jacip, obviously. (laughs) Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people rooting for 0
1: 5. (laughs) Um, Thank you for calling, Bill. Yeah,
0: thanks, Bill. All right, Bill. First question goes to you. Here we go. What 1986 movie features Sean Penn as the son of Christopher Walken, who becomes reacquainted and pursues a romanticized life of crime? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I have no idea. That is a movie that Sean Penn's in. That is not the <laughs> correct movie. Now, Sip, if you don't know this, I recommend I, it's a you do Madonna,
1: Madonna, Madonna sang the soundtrack to this. Um, but I don't know it. Um, Passing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No. At Close Range. No, but Madonna, that's not a Madonna song, but she sang sang the
0: soundtrack to that. Okay, sip for the you'll lead. You're not down yet. There's about three that I know. Here we go. Maybe it's this one. In what 1989 movie does Sean Penn star with Michael J. Fox as a sergeant who helps unnecessarily kidnap a female villager?
1: Oh. With Michael J. Fox? That's right.
0: Say it again. What 1989 movie does Sean Penn star with Michael J. Fox as a sergeant who helps unnecessarily kidnap a female villager? Five seconds. Five blood seconds. ties. <laughs> Not blood ties. Bill, you want that one or you want to pass? What year? 1989. Uh, Okay, that would be casualties of war. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay, all right. What are we? Where are we at? It's right zero zero. Now. Right okay. Now. All right. Um, last question for you, Bill, for the lead. What is Sean Penn's character name in the 1982 movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Come on, Coley. All right. All right. There's trouble here. All right. All right so I, I, I got to dig in. See the beads of sweat coming down your head right now. That's just grease. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's concerning too. All right. Uh, for the tie sip. In what 1995 movie does Sean Penn play a convicted killer who is oh, caught by walking. a nun and Dead Man Walking. Yeah. Dead trial. Man Walking. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, forced the tie yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. Here's the good. One. That's what? one actually, of the ones for sure. I was gonna get. Actually, this is not good news because the other day the caller went first and he got it on the dot. So this is to you now. Oh, age? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How uh, old is Sean Penn? <laughs> This is big. This is big. If you get it on the dot, you can win the win. He's older than me. Um, You can avoid the Bagel Boy shirt. He's definitely older than I. This is big. This is big. How old is Sean Penn for the win?
1: 67.
0: Okay. Over, (laughs) under 67, Bill.
2: Under. He's like 63 or 64.
0: (laughs) Five on the week, sixty-one years old. Oh, he's—he's he's, he's uh, he's not that much older. He turns sixty-two next Wednesday.
1: Great, thank w- you for we'll that. Wish happy, i I'll, I'll wish, him wish him a happy birthday.
0: happy birthday. The text line is going to have a heyday with this. Bill, congrats you win bagels. Thanks for calling in and call in down the road. All
2: right, thanks guys.
0: All right, uh, that's tough. Zero five. Bagel. Any boy. words at all? For <laughs> Bagel boy. I don't think that was unfair today. No, it was a good game.
1: I mean. I'm trying to think what what were my regrets. I wouldn't have known Casualties of War. And you
0: did you didn't know At Close Range either, right? you, I did. Now here's the well, thing didn't about the that. you know the name of it though.
1: Yeah. No, I know that. I love that movie. And I it's it was on the tip of my tongue. That's an old movie, but it's a, like for for people that haven't seen At Close Range, it's a hardcore movie and it's really good. I'd say that is one of the most underrated movies I've ever seen. I mean, it's one I've of the never most seen it before. Yeah, you'd like it. It's one of the most, like I put it there with American Made. Now, American Made's much light. It's a lot lighter. Like there's actually humor in American Made, and the and and you know, it's kind of quirky. Nothing quirky about at
0: close range. It's just hardcore. Well, we'll have to watch it sometime.
1: But. Me and you together. Yeah, you want
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> or I can report back in my viewing of it and let you know. See what it. Elizabeth thinks We just it. got 30 texts all of said. a sudden. I wonder I what those could say. The Spillover is next on Early Break of the Ticket.